0: It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny
1: tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouthed found
0: mums. So tell us all your secrets. We like to share the truth. About saggy tits and edel warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No No.
1: holes barred. Hi Vic. Hi Laura. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we're doing a back to back record today because uh, we're trying to be like organized and professional. Imagine I think that. we're
1: trying to, yeah, I think we're trying to not be so laid back about this thing
0: called work. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Although Monday is always our dedicated podcast day, isn't it? But obviously, we've got holidays coming up. Yeah. It's nearly half term already, which I can't term. fucking
1: believe. Where's that gone? And then that first day, that first week back, which is Halloween, that Monday, inset day. Hmm.
0: That's right. No no recording that day. No, it's So exactly. we've got we've got to be on bitch. We're like trying to do something good. And <laughs> yeah, we're, act- we're actually like, trying sure, to be grown We've ups. got no episodes. <laughs> Which has happened, has it not? <laughs> yeah, it has happened many times. I mean, yeah. Um so we were just having a conversation about food because Laura is a uh, a wonderful baker. I would I mean wonderful seems like a very very large stretch. Really? I just enjoy it. Yeah, cuz I'm not Paul Hollywood, mate. Yeah, I'm but you bake print. a lot and like what you make looks amazing. You always make like really delicious looking cakes. Well, it's just because it's got chocolate in it.
1: But yeah, I do. You know what? I'll take the compliment. Yes, yeah. I do. Enjoy, I do really enjoy baking. It's like my, when things are really stressful in my life, which is like uh, all the
0: time. <laughs> Suddenly you're Mary Berry, aren't you? I am. Yeah. I was just, just baking. pumping out tiffins and brownies. Yeah, so I was else. like, well, I was
1: sort of a bit of a bit of a panic state yesterday and uh, Steve said to me, Laura, go bake. Go, go bake,
0: girl. Bake.
1: Now, he told me to take a step away and do something that would kind of like give me a, a minute to just be, you know, I, I don't know. But it's like it's that escapism of doing something and not really having to think about it. You just know you're enjoying it.
0: Yeah. Do you I, know I, what think, I mean, because I find this I find cooking. I love cooking. I can't yeah. bake for shit. mate. can't bake for shit. See, I love cooking,
1: but I just, I also don't. And I think maybe it's because I enjoy cooking um, when it's not like the monotony of Monday to Friday. I I enjoy that style of cooking, but I'm almost at that point where I'm so sick and tired of doing the monotony of Monday to
0: Friday that I'm fucking over it. Yeah, some days I just feel the rage at having to make dinner.
1: Yeah, I do. What are
0: we gonna eat today? You know, I'm literally trying
1: my absolute best at the moment to use my slow cooker as much as possible. Yeah. Um, a because it saves money on your electricity bill. But no, but it's to do with the fact that otherwise it gets to half, three, four o'clock, and I think, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? I know. Yeah. Um, And I fucking hate that feeling. It stresses me out, and then we end up not eating what I would like us to eat. Yeah. Um, so we have a beef
0: bourguignon. Oh, I'm beef- <laughs> 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 You know what? That's one thing that being uh, pescatarian is that you you just can't do a casserole. Because no. what you fucking put in it? The yeah. only thing I make is a veggie sausage casserole. But it, it's like, it's not like that's you not have to slow, cooker, slow cook it. it really. Well, you can, no. you can do it in there, but you don't need to because no. it's meat. <laughs> so it doesn't need to be cooked, essentially. You're just no. moving it through. Um, but we were just saying how much our sons... Are just hungry all the time. Yeah,
1: so Elliot's 11 And like yesterday, I made Shepherd's Pie, which I've not made in fucking ages. It's not really, you know, I'm not the biggest fan
0: of like typical British food. Yeah, I, I that Shepherd's Pie is probably my worst dinner ever. Yeah. I well, hate Elliot, it.
1: Elliot, Elliot fucking hates it. Doesn't and he? he was like, I set him, he went, What are you making, mum? And I was like, Oh, we're having Shepherd's Pie. And he went, Oh
0: God. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the, he, he, considering he doesn't like it, he ate the
0: fucking lot because he's really? like, "But I'm still
1: hungry, so I still yeah. eat it."
0: It's so mad, isn't it? They go for these big gross birds. But I was just about to share a tip with Laura. Mm. I thought, "Oh, I'll put it, I'll put it on the podcast, so we can all revel in this amazing tip." So obviously, I live my life by TikTok now. There's yeah. so many things I've seen on TikTok that are like little life hacks or whatever. That have been so useful And are now just like A part of my everyday All life. I see are, are Like people falling over Or fucking <laughs> yeah. idiots Being twats on the internet That's all I
1: see on TikTok but my, I My um,
0: FYP page So the For You page Which is where mm-hmm. they push Like recommended videos Is wild The shit that comes up With that I'm like what the hell? Who the oh, hell do they I? think I am? You I sent you that video of that man the other day. Yeah. He's always on my for you it's page. So and the annoying weird. thing is, it's like I find myself now drawn. <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, oh my god. If you watch it and you what you spend time on it, they're going to then That's push it. him back yeah. to you. Yeah,
1: I know, but it's like I, because my, my first time I watched him and I thought, is it what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, he's dancing. And now, and, and now he's there all the time and I find myself annoyingly stopping and watching, watching what he's them. doing. I know, that's it. I'm like, oh,
0: I don't want to watch you. <laughs>
1: Why am I watching you do this?
0: So this this um, tip for children, um, like small ones, who are always asking for snacks and all the rest of it. I'm really trying to teach the kids to be independent, right? Just to have a little bit of independence. So it's just really small things. Like if they, once they finish their food, they take their plate to the sink. Yes. And it's taken ages to implement that, but now they just do it automatically. It's amazing. It's so good. It It automatically does it.
1: Toby's like that.
0: Yeah. Well, Edith is the 1950s housewife. So she absolutely loves it. And now because Oliver has been like really praised for doing it, he does it all the time. And like, they'll put their rubbish in the bin, all that sort of shit. But because they're constantly asking for food, I've cleared out the bottom shelf in the fridge and I've just stacked it with all snacks that I don't mind them having as much as they want of it. So there's like fresh peppers and fruit, little yogurts, mini baby bells, just shit like that. But it's on the low, on the bottom shelf. So now they just open the fridge and help themselves to it. They don't have to ask me if they if they can have it. They just go and help themselves. Vic, do you know what would happen? They'd eat it in five seconds. Yeah, but they don't know, you know, because they like- Ellie is a, he's is nearly twelve. But that's have, all you met, right. if, if have you met? Have you met yeah. a twelve-year-old boy before? When, there was four, when I was growing up, four teenagers in the house. My mum used to get through eight loaves of bread a week. That's yeah, how Elliot much. Will, bread Elliot we will ate.
1: have a full dinner. He will then have. I um, mean, Elliot doesn't like fruit, and he has real issues of the sensory. Like Mushiness uh, He doesn't like it So we are very limited Invariably he likes exceptionally expensive fruits So that's great Like what? Um, With these little croissants is his bow tie on Yeah
0: he <laughs> What's he eating?
1: Blackberries Raspberries Strawberries Okay Grapes Obviously grapes aren't expensive yeah. Passion fruits <laughs>
0: That's a mad one If he doesn't like textures No he likes a That's like fruit. slime Mm isn't it? Because it's, it's very, very sweet. Yeah, so true. yeah, like to constantly have the
1: fridge stocked, like a punnet of strawberries, they'll be gone in one sitting. Yeah, I know, the that's the same as my kids, yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, but he his, he will eat his dinner, he will obviously have his pudding, and then he will come down at about quarter to eight and go, please, can I make a sandwich? Yeah.
0: It's madness, isn't it? It's yeah, just so a bottomless pit
1: of yeah. food. Yeah, and I just think that he's obviously getting to that age where it's like raw everything's really kicking in, kicking aren't in aren't they? big time. Yeah,
0: and he's yeah. just very hungry, just constant insatiable. Boiled egg appetite. and soldiers
1: for breakfast. <laughs> That's very good. That's a nice little breakfast, though. Yeah, they both have that in the mornings. Yeah. Otherwise, because the other thing with it is he loves sugary stuff. Yeah. So otherwise, he would just be fucking obsessed with like. Oh, yeah, know. I'll, you know, just literally give him a line of sugar and he'd snort it. And he'd be yeah, like, that's my breakfast. So, yeah. Tr- yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The
0: trials and tribulations of raising boys. And just children in general. It's just, like, constantly feeding them, exercising them. They're kind of like dogs in a way, aren't they?
1: Yeah. I call them both pricks, dog yeah, but- <laughs> and children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so, um, do you have...
0: Have we asked how you are? I don't think any of us care. Do you have a tidy up time? Uh, No. Oh, yes, I have got a tidy up time. I have. Oh, did we do this one? Did we do the one about the girl that messaged and said that the guy had randomly dumped her?
1: Refresh my memory, remembering the fact that I've got a dementia brain.
0: She messaged in around March and we read out our agony aunt, and it was the guy that randomly dumped her after five months and it sent her into a bit of a spiral. Yeah. Her? Yeah. Did we, did we ever... Uh, share that she's met someone Well mate I don't know But then he, both you and I are absolutely fucked at remembering stuff remember. like this So let's just say Let's anyway. just pretend that we haven't And we if haven't you
1: listeners if you've
0: heard this before tush <laughs> we it. We're listening to it brand new All over again <laughs> So she didn't get back in contact with him She completed a coaching course On anxious and insecure attachment <gasps> styles and, did a, and she said I've done a, a whole heap of work on repairing myself And I feel so much better And then I've since met the most amazing man and we've been together around four months. He's so incredibly thoughtful, caring, kind, and loving. And it made me realize that things with the previous guy just weren't right. I was an anxious mess when I was with him, constantly seeking reassurance and validation, which he just wasn't giving me. My new man makes me feel so secure and loved and tells me he loves me every day. Aww. I'm currently emailing you from Malta where we were on our first holiday together and I've never been happier. Cannot wait oh. to come and see your live tour when it happens, much love.
1: Oh, love that. That's so, so lovely. fucking lovely. No, we definitely hadn't heard that one. We do uh, we do give good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could be like Scylla Black and the whole dating scene. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, uh, What what have like a show, a dating show. You mean? Yeah, probably. Imagine I don't think that. I'd be
1: ideal for
0: that. No, I mean, let's be honest. I don't I I have think, the best track
1: record around. Just to men. say,
0: <laughs> all matching people. <laughs> she deserves <laughs> better than you. You're a cunt as well. Oh, see, that's no. why our agony aunts are good. You see. Yeah, they oh, are. we should do one. We should do an agony once a month. Once a month, okay. One, one story. Uh, so
1: I, Vic, I actually have a news article. Oh,
0: oh no, you've got a news article, haven't you? I've got a news article. Yes, yeah, should I read out my one? Yeah, you read your one. Okay, so here we go. This is from the Daily Record. They pump out some pretty excellent. They're out there with the Daily Sport, aren't they? Headlines, <laughs> aren't <laughs> they? Okay. Mum left horrified after cat comes home with anal beads in its mouth. <gasps> Rachel Masterman's kleptomaniac cat. Is a, is a cat? Can a cat be a kleptomaniac? Well, I guess if it likes to collect things. Yeah, but it's just surely just been a cat in it. The cat's called Demo, as in like demo demonstration. Demo, that's a weird name. Has become somewhat of a local celebrity for the random things he brings back as gifts for his owner. A mum was left horrified after her cat brought home a sex toy, leading to an awkward conversation with her 12-year-old son. Rachel Marsman's kleptomaniac cat. That's quite a fucking mouthful, that is. That isn't, that is. Demo, or Demo, maybe Demo. I'm going to go Demo. The four-legged thief has previously dragged home gloves, a watering can, and even floral tribut- tributes from the graveyard behind oh their clothes. <laughs> That cat <laughs> sounds like a fucking bear A watering cat. up With like a Dad Just written in fucking <laughs> geraniums that's, But those things are massive They're like a metre long <laughs> However The three year old pet Recently stepped up his game When he came through the door With what appeared to be Anal beads in his mouth Rachel Who lives in Haldicott, Wales Was left mortified And she realised what the risky item was and faced some awkward questions from her son when he spotted it. As always, if these belong to me, just inbox me, his owner said. (laughs) So you actually going to put it on like the local... Chat and be like, uh my cat yeah, just like come home with these ale bits." How uh, Aware, you know. There's like London aware. Anyone want to come and claim them? Yeah, are these yours? I've no. given them a wipe down with a baby wipe. <laughs> You're not gonna want to go pick those up. More for, the, well it's been in the cat's so mouth for a while. But a shame. Where the fuck has the cat got it from? It got into someone's house. Maybe. Plucks oh. them freshly from the man's anus. Oh, well, it's one of those where someone's just, you know, not recycled their sex toys effectively and just lobbed them out the window and they've been in the back garden. Mm, got an anal bead though, mate. I know. I mean, that would knock, knock a cat out if it hit it. You should see yeah. the size of it. They are. Well, they're long demo's been bringing gifts home for the last couple of years but on monday i was on the phone to my sister when she turned up on the door at first i thought it was one of those car air freshener things but then i showed my sister and she said oh rachel that's definitely not an air freshener it took me a minute but once i realized what it was i was absolutely horrified i mean how the hell is she mistaken that for an air freshener i don't know i yeah, had she my not live, she? no asking what it was i was absolutely mortified miss masterman said people stop me in the shop and ask if i'm the cat's owner that steals everything she's absolutely bonkers honestly she's taken flower arrangement and cards from the graveyard behind the house before this cat needs some therapy i think cats are
1: a bit like that though they are you know i sometimes wonder how close they are to just being wild
0: <laughs> He said there's no way i can stop her everyone keeps saying we should put a gopro on her but she <laughs> hates the harnesses <laughs> <laughs> Something she's tried She's actually tried. I'm just glad that people can see the funny sides of antics. Could you imagine that cat with the <laughs> fucking GoPro GoPro. On? <laughs> like Bear grills going through the fucking graveyard? <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah, where did they find the anal beads? That's what we need to know.
1: I actually saw um, you know, where you can get those notices, like someone's written and it's on behalf of the dog or the animal, and it says, you know, like, oh, I I ate a nappy when my mum wasn't looking and it was one that said um I dropped half a dead mouse in my mum's mouth because she wouldn't wake up to see what I brought her oh my god I saw that this morning (laughs) I I couldn't cope with oh oh. god cats are just so fucking unpredictable you know my dogs don't get me wrong they do my head in but
0: I know where I'm at with them if I rub their tummy they're not going to attack me See, the, the thing is, my cat is like that too. He's not going to attack. He's never attacked us. Unless you unless you play with him, as in like, you know, you get something on a piece of string and dangle it. He likes that. Anal beads, for example. Yeah. Maybe get some. <laughs> They're on a string, aren't they? <laughs> we'll, we'll use some of those. Um, he wouldn't attack you. He's like a dog in cat form. And he's so good with the kids. And the kids are, you know, not now, but they used to be really rough with him when they were toddlers. And he just took it. He'd never, ever scratch him or anything like that. Good old Hendrik. I know, he's, a, he's, a, he's an absolute He's an dick. exception to the rule. Other cats, pricks. I know, most cats are cunts. I never liked cats before I had him. I thought they were absolute, like you said, unpredictable pricks, but yeah, oh. he changed my mind. He changed my mind. He made you go over to the fluffy side. It's a shame I still completely neglect him and don't even remember to feed him most of the time. <laughs> That's Rob's responsibility. Yeah, There's just some jobs... They're not yours. Job. They're not mine I don't want yeah. anything to
1: do with it I And have- also I'm not being funny I have to cook dinner I have to get the kids That's You it. know to school So yeah.
0: you've got that One fucking job You keep him alive I cook the children alive You That's cook the fair. children alive I, do- <laughs> I keep the children alive Mate
1: We're going to play that back And I'm going to confirm You said And I cook the children alive <laughs> Can we
0: just have that Here and now <laughs> That's what she just said um, Shall I find a story I've got a story. Oh, you've got a story. Okay, lovely.
1: Uh, Hi, ladies. Gross story alert. This is from my sister who asked me to forward it on to you both. We both love your podcast. I wanted to share a horrific experience I had a couple of years ago from which I may never recover. I went home with a guy after a first date. Turned out his house was absolutely full of crap. I don't know if he was a hoarder or what, but you could barely see the floor. He told me to sit down in a used, tissued, covered armchair. Like, you know, when you're like, how can you not even notice that that's an issue? I know. Oh God While he went upstairs to clear the bedroom uh, Clear a few things before he took me up there I know It wasn't a great start The next morning I was alone in his room Getting my things together while he made breakfast I couldn't find some medication I brought with me I wondered if I dropped it next to the bed So I started rummaging around down there Oh no Mm -hmm, Amongst all the crap Oh! I had picked up what I thought was a large piece of scrunched up thin fabric When to my horror I realised it was a pile of used condoms I almost puked There were around 30 or 40 of them All kinds of old and crispy What's more, it looked like a lot of them had period blood on the outside Oh my god I ran to the bathroom, scrubbed my hands clean for about 10 minutes Still trying not to puke I quickly came to the conclusion that the guy must have been a complete psycho otherwise why else would he keep a crispy mountain of condoms
0: what is wrong with people
1: i know i realized i needed to play it cool so he wouldn't suspect anything and get out of there as soon as i could as soon as i could so I somehow forced her, uh, somehow forced to eat the breakfast he had just made and then legged it. Afterwards, I Googled <laughs> men keeping collections of used condoms and only about two results came up on the whole of the internet. Oh my God. That's how <laughs> fucked up this is. Um, but my main question, apart from why, is... His used condom collection wasn't worth hiding when he went to clean upstairs the night before. What the fuck else did he have in his bedroom? Mate, she ate food that he'd prepared for her. I know. I'm so worried about that. I'm still traumatized when I see things open, like packets of latex gloves. It reminds me of what happened. I think I have genuine PTSD. I would like to know if this has happened to anybody else. (laughs) No,
0: oh, I do remember. Do you know? We had, a we had a similar story. story.
1: Yeah, that was about like a,
0: a pile of used condoms by the but bed. Not, but she didn't fucking pick them up like an absolute mitfall. No, but no, he, but do you not remember? He put it back on and then realized it was there was the like wrong loads condom, of condoms yeah. there. <laughs> Whoa. oh my god it's so grim
1: covered in someone else's period blood as well Like, I oh. like,
0: why just put it in the bin this is why I'm trying to teach my children to be independent because I don't want them to grow up you to don't want them to be, be the condom condoms like condom.
1: like yeah the condom stores Collectors. yeah
0: like why you know like there's that movie it is isn't it bin. the bone collector it's the condom yeah. collector oh disgusting but that also it would stink wouldn't it yeah his bed- I bet his bed sheets were well grubby
1: well, I, I think, you know what, the fact that she sat down on that armchair that was full of used tissues, that alone would have been enough for me to go. No, I thank you. Think, I, I think, yeah. But we're so British. We're so polite, aren't we?
0: Well, also, I think it's it's probably partly tied into being a woman and feeling like you can't sort of change your mind and say no sometimes as well. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I think, yeah, totally. Because there's been, definitely been situations where there was some guy that I – met in a bar and then ended up coming back to my house and he was not my type at all and then when we started to get down to the dirty, he just like really stank and now you're like oh no this isn't good and then he whipped his knob out and it was like you know parmesan central yeah (laughs) absolutely no way and i had to just be like you know what in the back of my head I'm like oh I can't stop like because then he'll be offended it's like what he's yeah. literally got Gorgonzola underneath Gorgonzola. his I <laughs> <laughs> didn't shave it off onto the top <laughs> like, of your spaghetti bolognese <laughs> you need to stop and uh, yeah I ended up just being like do you know what I can't do this you're gonna have to leave um, and kicked him out at like five o'clock in the morning I just like, I bye. don't know how long you've
1: got to go how many days you have to go to get to Gorgonzola
0: yeah, I'm going to say it was a while. Like well, yeah. maybe once a fortnight showering situation. And that's that's unacceptable. I just can't... I don't understand people that don't shower every day because personally I find my own stench unbearable after 24 hours. I don't shower hours. every day. You don't? No, but I have this weird thing about being too clean,
1: which right. I know is going to sound mental, but I'm really scared about um, being too sterile.
0: Really? Yeah. I don't think my... Anal area is ever going to be too sterile <laughs> yeah, But I wash every day But I won't <laughs> yeah. shower every day really? I can't. Yeah, yeah I have like
1: massive like, And same with the boys as well Like I've always been really worried about Over cleaning them And just losing that Natural uh, fauna Yeah And that just that natural like Ability to fight things off I feel like if I was to shower every day That would be Steve showers every day But, but he rides So he comes back And he fucking honks Yeah, yeah, yeah Um, But yeah, yeah, no, like I find it really, I couldn't do it. It scares me. Yeah, does it? (laughs) I have a phobia of being clean too often. So my armpits, fanny bum, washed every day. (laughs) The the essential areas. The the three hot, hot points.
0: (laughs) The three hot zones. And in the summer,
1: the cleavage and underboob, because that smells like rotten cheese. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then I wash my, I try and wash my hair twice a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you have to have a shower to do that. I have a bath. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just this weird thing. It's probably like a childhood trauma thing. Maybe I think my mum used to just scrub us every night, so I'm so used to my kids yeah. don't have a bath every day. Yeah, um, mainly for the, the avoiding the the overall trauma of getting a Oh God, yes, yeah, So they have a bath every other day, um, and that's fine. But even that, like after that, on that second day, like they need a bath. So just just stink a bit. Do you know what I mean? They smell like bum. <laughs> Maybe I'm devoid of the bum smell. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, they've got um, the hairy anus dad to yeah. sort of to contend with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's also, just, it's just I've a got weird thing. Um, and you know, Edith has got this, oh, this is hilarious. What she said to me, I was like, I've got a really sensitive sense of smell. Like it's really heightened. And so I find smells Really overwhelming. So Edith's got the same thing. But the other day, so she's definitely here. To the other day, I was in her room, and I'd done like a silent fart, and it absolutely stank. And <laughs> she was reading her stories, and she just looked at me. And she was like, Ugh, "It stinks. Is that your bum?" <laughs> <laughs> She's <laughs> like three and a half saying that to me
1: Proper made me laugh Mate are you sure she's got a sensitive nose Or is it just because your ass stanks so there bad is
0: that. There is that It did it was terrible It was like proper awful No but she does it all the time Whenever you're walking around Because because where I live as well Like it just stinks It smells of bins everywhere Because there's been about 80,000 bin strikes around here I have
1: where, there
0: Oh it's been a nightmare So like every other week there's been a bin strike So everywhere well, just Well don't worry as of bins. next week
1: We've got a fucking Royal Mail strike Oh, for fuck's 19 sake. 19 days they're on strike for. Fucking hate that because it's really going to interrupt my post. I know.
0: <laughs> my Many, many packages that come <laughs> on the daily going to be interrupted <laughs> by those selfish bastards. We're only joking. But wanting what are they, more equal pay. Is that what it is? Probably. Yeah. Because, It'll be you, know, get you know, paid what, shit. our local
1: postie, we love him. Um, get on really well with him. And, he, you know, sometimes he talks to us about, I don't want to see one name him just in case <laughs> he gets in trouble. Yeah. But he says about the fact that he's like, we're, we're not seen as anything other than a number. Yeah. What's fucking
0: wrong? Treat them more fairly. Yeah. So many Ugh. professions are like that, aren't they? Corrupt, like, cunt, 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 so can't So replaceable. Do you know what I mean?
1: No, but that's so it. It's like that that's old ethic hate. of like treating people nicely. It's just gone. It's mm. like, well, fuck you. We'll just be able to find someone else that can do your job. Leave yeah, you. And I hate that. Yeah, that really horrible. makes me want to windmill. Yeah. <laughs> What's that mean? You know, just going windmilling, like throwing punches. Oh, okay. All right then. For some reason, I just imagine your flaps doing it. That is why I no longer work for an organization.
0: Yeah, exactly. This is why I became self-employed. No, but the last place that I worked at,
1: uh, which I left. Oh my God, Vic, we nearly left our jobs three years ago. Three years. Really? In fact, it,
0: Yeah. It was three years in January for me. Best and I'd done it just, well, I was still you, on the books at school, but I'd, I'd like mentally left.
1: Well, this is the thing. Vic did it. And then she encouraged me to be brave and do it too.
0: Yeah, that's right. That was it was like, really scary. It was such yeah. a scary leap, wasn't it? Yeah. And I, it was like, if it wasn't for you,
1: I would have been stuck there for so much longer, but yeah. they, um, they were very, they had become very much like that. If you don't like it, tough shit, get out. Yeah. We'll just replace you with somebody else. And yeah. they were really like gung-ho on it. And I just, I can't understand how that
0: is a management style. I know. It's so common though, isn't it? Because it also it's made bullshit. me not want to work. I know. As I in don't in like, get well, that. I work
1: less because I'm not I think it was as much like, effort fuck in. you Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's that whole old school thing as well of like, Having to be there nine to five and not being allowed to leave early and having to work five days a week in the office is so like archaic. archaic. Do you know what I mean? like so doesn't work we like think that. think the same thing. doesn't work like that. Because it's like if you give someone a bit of freedom, and give them autonomy, then they generally are less trust- likely to abuse shit as well. And you I also I mean?
1: think it's about trusting them to make the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I wouldn't ever trust me to Made make the right it. decision. But- I wouldn't. But that. that's why I'm no so much trusting the
0: right decision. Because I I used to take the absolute piss in my old job. <laughs> Always. I'd just be like, yeah, I mean, but you I, get the job done, love. You get the job get done. I get the job done. I know. I did. But uh, I spent two years just basically building up my Instagram profile. <laughs> whilst i was at work (laughs) because i didn't have time to do it anywhere else it's like just every day i'd be doing something to do with instagram at my old job well you know what i um i just feel very thankful that we're in the position that we're in now i know i know it's still scary though isn't it it's the uncertainty of self-employment so yeah and but i also
1: (whistles) like i this is how i describe myself when people go what do you do i said i'm self-employed i hustle yeah that's I'm a hustler. How I, s- I am a hustler i will hustle from one job to the next to make sure i get money yeah
0: basically it. how
1: i look at my job and still I mean, doing- some people might call it an entrepreneur i call it hustling i call it absolutely fucking winging it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that until people stop paying me <laughs> Winging it
1: until I find something else That I need to do to make money
0: Yeah exactly
1: Best All right, fucking we... decision of our fucking
0: life. I, I know it's, um, It has, it's been a life changing transition oh, Hang on a minute, have you not got a uh... Have you heard? Oh yeah I did didn't I Um, We can do that now Yeah hold on Yeah man yeah, Let's man. mix things up a little bit baby Um, Okay, so I've got a little, have you heard? No, I haven't. (laughs) This might actually blow your mind. So if you were going to think of a food that you could eat that would improve your sex life, what would you take a guess that that food would be?
1: Pineapple.
0: Oh, interesting. Why? Is it pineapple? No, it's not. Oh. I just heard that once. Oh, <laughs> good answer.
1: <laughs> uh, if I was to tell you I heard it on the uh, Kardashians, Did you? <laughs> I think you'd never speak to me again.
0: There's something about pineapple that apparently change, well, it changes the taste of semen, I think. Yeah. It's supposed to make it taste nicer. Yeah. I mean, um, I can't say
1: that I'm necessarily going nice. to I'm not attempt to try that, that one.
0: Life no, thanks. No. So it, is actually, it does actually have a part of that fruit. It's an apple.
1: So, really?
0: Yeah. Apple consumption is related to better sexual quality of life in young women. Excuse me. Oh, I don't like apples. Do you not? I
1: don't mind them, but I also don't like them. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It's no, like it's like to. no. Steve and Toby fucking love an apple. I, I just feel
0: don't. like um, it's kind of an effort to eat it. I just know don't I mean? know what
1: it is about them. I just find them such a meh, you know. And I, we have nice, we have Pink Lady apples, so they're oh yeah, nice pink apples. Pink Lady's but the best one. Just can't get into it, mate. I know what you mean.
0: They're not my favourite. No. I do like it. They make a really nice, um, like, spicy, gingery uh, tofu thing, and you grate mm. an apple. You can either have grated See, apple no, grated I'd like that. in it. And it kind of, it just sweetens the sauce and it's sticky and lovely. That's delicious. All over that.
1: Love love an apple in a pudding, you know, but give me a whole apple. I'll go, I'll pass. Thank you. I think
0: it just, it's too much to bite into, isn't it?
1: They're pretty acidic as well. I think that's what it is. It's just a lot. It's a lot for the taste
0: buds to have to get around. I'm, if I peel it, I'm more likely to eat it. But then no. who's peeling an apple? Just can't be no. That's a
1: real pretentious
0: thing I to do. I haven't got time it. to do that, mate. I got time Who to has? To do that. <laughs> so there's some evidence exists of a positive correlation between regular intake of, and then there's a whole list of like polyphenols, antioxidants um, and women's sexual health. This is so strange. The study that was done was um, the sample of women were all Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it only works if you're italian yeah if you've got italian, <laughs> italian blood in you, you start
1: necking those apples
0: uh, so they had to take they had to eat a daily apple um and then also kind of log like their overall diet
1: so if they're like chatted out on a maccas for dinner that's probably not going to be ideal is it
0: no um so the the what it basically did was just give them overall better sexual health, which I, they can't really explain that. What do you think sexual health actually means? Do they want just it more? wanting to have it more, but it also affected lubrication. Mm. So they were moist. An apple a day keeps the dry mouse away.
1: <laughs> dry mouse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you need to do if, you, if you're if hitting that perimenopausal time in your life and Try the down old an apple. minge is drying out. Yeah. See if you see if you get loose. Just, just <laughs> eat one a day, and then chart your moistness and get back to it us. It sounded like you said chart your moisture, <laughs> moisture, moisture.
1: <laughs> I can't remember what you said. <laughs>
0: oh, that's so bizarre, isn't it? Obviously, yeah, there is. are lots of foods that are Af- aphroditic. Aphrodisiacs, Af- 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 but yeah. um I would never have suspected the humble asparagus acon. and oysters.
1: That's two, isn't it? And yeah, you know asparagus what, asparagus nothing- is one. know, I think I made that up. That just makes your piss smell, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe, but <laughs> like knows? oysters, there's nothing about
0: that that I, I, you know, it's like swallowing snot, and I can't. Mate, I love oysters. I don't like them. They're delicious. There's that one restaurant that I go to. In uh, East London, that's got a Michelin star, and it's like a fish restaurant. It's called Cornerstone. Fuck my life. I fantasize about those oysters. They I want to like them, I do, but world. I can't. I, d- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be having them everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm very select about where I'd eat them. No, the place I had them at, they,
1: he goes out and he catches
0: them himself, you know? Yeah. So it's, it was a good restaurant, but it's fucking bogies, mate. <laughs> It is. <laughs> now all I can think about is that delicious oyster. I want it in my mouth. Oh, la, la, la. Yeah, but all you do is you put it in your mouth and fucking swallow it. You don't chew it, do you? Uh, You can chew it if you want to. Yeah, but who would? Well, this this tastes so amazing. The clam's vagina, basically, isn't it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> they are the weirdest fucking things. I can't think about it too much because then I get freaked out. You should And then all I'm thinking about Is the clam's vagina Like swimming around in my belly I'm like Oh god Especially when I eat like six of them Yeah My lord Oh god I can't say that I've ever That I've ever had Aphrodisiac side effects though I've never eaten one And thought I want to like Wrap my push chops around Rob's face or anything (laughs) That's never happened Because the
1: clam The clam's push chops Is in your stomach That's why
0: I don't feel sexy Because I just feel a bit sick Yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I yeah. wonder what it is in them Is it like the high iron or something I don't know, who knows um, So anyway, there you go, eat the apples, see what happens Let us know if you eat get a funny If you want it more, maybe the apple Enzymes or, will... eat an apple And a pineapple, you'll taste good And you'll feel good The pineapple as well, I know that there's um, uh, Something in a pineapple that Can help to bring on labour Yes, But it's like in such a You'd have to eat about 35 pineapples For it to actually have any impact on your body Yeah
1: well my friend made the fatal mistake Of eating a whole pineapple Trying to get her baby out And then she would projectile vomiting oh, And no, she had really? horrific diarrhea
0: Vicky. Oh god <laughs> <It> was <Vicky. laughs> oh, I didn't try the pineapple Getting the babies out I tried lots of other things But I didn't bother with the pineapple
1: I mean I don't know that I ever really Was that dementedly hell bent On getting the babies out I was booked for acupuncture booked for a sweep yeah those sorts of things and that's actually being booked for them the mornings of both of those i went into labor did you yeah yeah like i didn't um, want someone to
0: touch my vagina no (laughs) No, no, i know yeah i i didn't have I, i just i ate dates um and drank raspberry leaf tea and the best part of it was that rob massaged me every single day because it's massaging, like releases oxytocin. So I got a massage every day. That was nice. I mean, I hated life because I was a massive fat whale, and I couldn't move, and it felt like my vagina without was the fall penis. Out. <laughs> without the penis. Without the penis, I don't know though. That's what my fanny looked like. My fanny actually looked like a whale's penis when I was pregnant. <laughs> it was so massive and pink and angry. <laughs> oh God! <sighs> um, yeah, I think the I think it helped. I had the acupuncture as well. I think the acupuncture really helped. Well, I never
1: got to it because I ended you up going to into labour on my own.
0: Yeah, I had it the week before both of the babies, and then they came not that long after that. But wow, oh my god! So Oliver turned six as well. I, this just feels like a really yeah, we monumental even thing. That. Yeah, no, it's his birthday last week, and um, I just I, I I always feel really emotional, and nostalgic on the kids' birthdays because it's like we survived another year, man. Yeah, I know what you mean. We did I, I used it. to feel like that, and I think. I feel it again now With Elliot as
1: well Because I'm like Oh my god You know He's going to be 12 Yeah He's like leaving Childhood Yeah And entering Teenagehood And there's something Like really cool About his age as well Because he (laughs) He has an amazing Sense of humour So we've kind of Got that rapport With him Where you know We can make jokes With each other And he'll laugh Or like I'll send him Something funny That I've seen A video on his phone And then he'll send me one And it's silly little Things like that That you're like Oh wow This is actually Really nice Because it's you know for the first time in 11 years i'm getting that like that relationship like a it's a person. different level of relationship yeah a person yeah. who yeah. gets it who yeah. just understands things yeah um i mean don't get
0: me wrong it's still fucking hellish but it's so uh, that's yeah, nice they're, they're good they're good yeah and you just feel it's just nice that you just reflect back on life and think about how much has changed and them growing up. And I mean, yeah. I'm so glad to be out of the baby years. That's all I'm saying. Oh, mate. Oh, so glad. I just and it's is weird, isn't
1: it? Um, Someone at the school, she's recently had a baby and I went round to see her and I was just like, I will sit here all day and cuddle your baby if you want me to. Like I've got all the time in the world. And I think for you, it's still, although even when, you know, even when Toby was three, I still, I think I miss all of that massively, obviously with the boys for myself. So I love to, I would honest to God, fucking love to do it as a job, be like a doula. I would, yeah. but not now. My boys are still too young, but when yeah. I'm older, definitely yeah, yeah. I think it's something I'd really love to do because I love caring for new mums.
0: Yeah, I I, pref- I like the looking after the mums a bit more than the baby. I'm not that bothered about the baby. Oh, <laughs> no, I love the baby bit as well. <laughs> fucking love it. I'm like,
1: you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's because I'm probably getting to do all the bits that I didn't do enough of, right. like yeah. carry the baby or, you know, and I also think when it's not your kids, you do have so much more patience and yeah, of time course. Yeah. because when it's your kids, you're like, oh my God, I just want to fucking put them down for a minute. Yeah. Whereas when it's not so yours, relentless. you're like, don't worry, I've got them. it's okay you can go off and do your
0: thing I've you know I get to go home at the end of the day and I don't have to to do any of this and it's it's just yes I've got friends that have got little babies now that are under a year old and uh I don't envy them. No, like, it's wow, fucking shit. It's so hard. And it's the sleep thing, you know, that's the biggest thing. It's like they're still in proper sleep deprivation. I also think if people
1: like, if they're better with sleep deprivation, they almost seem to not be as affected by those early days. Yeah. Whereas for me, I'm a person that I really fucking need my sleep. Like Same, I don't man. cope well. I literally go mental. Yeah. I oh, know because then, it completely... You know,
0: it completely discombobulates your brain and just yeah. makes all the wires like feel like they're crossed and not plugged into the right sockets. And it's like, I mean, oh, mate,
1: <laughs> my wires have never been plugged like into the right
0: sockets, but <laughs> they,
1: they're even more unplugged than <laughs> usual. Oh, yeah. it's so hard. It is hard, but you know what? It's this weird fucking. I don't. How do you explain parenthood? I don't know. Because yeah, the, you, you know, know look,
0: looking at loads of videos of him when he was a little baby and just being like, fucking hell, just. You sort of forget, don't you? So I, f- I do feel like parent parenting is so present. It's mm. so like in the moment, in the now. In in some ways, even though it doesn't make you feel relaxed at all, it is incredibly mindful because you are just focusing on the moment. Do you know what I mean? I, I think there's been many times where I've not been in the moment and wishing to be
1: out of the moment. So yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, oh, yeah know I mean, that. I agree. That. <laughs>
0: <'Cause> <laughs> the moment is shit, and you're the like, moment I is I don't you shit. Get out of this. <laughs> But you, but also there's no escape from the moment, so you have no. to sit in it. You can't like go off and you know you can think about other things, but ultimately you're looking after kids, aren't you? Mm. But, but so I don't really think there's that many times that I really look back, and because uh, it doesn't feel like it's in time to, But for his birthday, we really did. And we were watching loads of videos, and he was like, "Oh, he's such a sweet little baby," and taking it back to that first year of being a mum and just kind of be like, fuck my life. That was so tough. And I had no idea, no idea. Weirdly,
1: I feel like the, uh, it was tough with Elliot, but I had this really lovely like little uh, group of mums I'd become friends with. Um, and so it was shit. There was no denying the fact it was shit, but I found it harder with Toby, found it much more isolated. Obviously my mental health was worse anyway, but I found it much more isolated with Toby than I did with Elliot. you didn't and normally have it's the other support way around. network. Just not in the same way. No, yeah. I mean, I did. I, you know, I still got to know a really group, a, like a lovely group of mums. So I still speak to some of them, you know. Yeah. But um, I think just because emotionally I was worse, probably. Yeah. It just felt, and maybe it's because it's the one that's closer, whereas Elliot's 11 years ago, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I've just forgotten how fucking shit it was. <laughs> but, <laughs> but with, yeah and yet like you know it's weird because when you have when when you feel that shit about something you remove yourself from it don't you and yet in parenthood you don't oh no You're like, oh, I'm just I'm just here for it man because I just love them so much even though they drain the, that's how I feel anyway it's my personal experience of they drain the shit out of me and yet I keep going back for more because I love them so much I could fucking squeeze them yeah and you've got no choice as well that's the other thing it's like yeah you, you have to <laughs> You're yeah <laughs> and they like one of my children especially really likes to be around me in his words uh i don't want to do that anymore because it takes too long to get back to you
0: oh <laughs> okay great, yeah. great. Um, it's great when you're not living it <laughs> i mean i say that it's edif all over in it it's just, yeah. just so intense second kids mate i think yeah. it's a second kid thing So
1: intense. We've gone off on a bit of a tangent, haven't
0: we? Oh, I've got a nice little, it's kind of a sort of tidy up thing, but it's just a nice little positive message from one of our followers. Shall I read this one? Go ahead. God diggity gam, yeah. (laughs) Gam? I don't know. I don't from there. <laughs> okay, hi, ladies. This is from a while back when we were having this conversation, but um, just wanted to say I absolutely loved your conversation about wearing the shorts. I'm a 38 year old mother of two and currently the heaviest I've ever been. I've struggled with self confidence my entire life, having a sister who is near on perfect in everyone's eyes. I struggle with health anxiety, PTSD, and general anxiety. And I and though I know for my health I should lose some weight, I find it difficult to get motivated. Or want to do it I normally sweat to death In leggings, jeans Anything to cover them up I'm now a size 20 And this past couple of weeks Has been ridiculously hot This is back in the heatwave I guess I finally thought Fuck this shit Bought some shorts And plucked up the courage To wear on Wear them No one died, no one's eyes exploded and I stayed out in them all day. Whoop, whoop. Yes, I still need to get fit. Yes, I was scared, but I was fucking cooler than I would have been and I felt like I'd achieved something massive. I wouldn't have done this without the discussion on your podcast, so thank you, Slags. Keep up the great work. Thanks for making me laugh and feeling better about myself. You are fucking welcome. And can I just say, really importantly, is that
1: when you are on or in the process of wanting to change yourself, like whether it be Physically, whether it be about the way that you live your life, diet, friendships, whatever it might be. The biggest thing that I would say to you before you embark on that journey, embark. Yeah, yeah, correct. On that journey is you have to work on your self esteem because if you are not in a really positive mindset, the way in which you go through the process of trying to lose weight, whatever it might be, whatever that thing is, you won't be able to do it effectively because you will still be looking at yourself in a very negative light. Mm. So actually, I mean, like, I'm so that's fucking amazing. The fact that she put the shorts on and she wore them, but actually like what's more important right now, whenever this is, whenever you're going to listen to this, if you do or you don't, is you've got to work on that. That part of you that's like, I know I have to lose weight, but doing it for a different reason. Now I say this, and because obviously I've had to work on it myself, but also Steve, my husband, he has gone on a journey of self-discovery this year as well, and um, he has worked heavily on his self-esteem. And he's so this is not just a female thing; this is a cross board thing but especially in women, because we generally do suffer with low self-esteem. And he has been the biggest that he's ever been, while it being not big, but in his mind, it has made him feel very paranoid about the way he looks. And and it's something that he does openly talk about, which is why I'm talking about it now. Uh, and it's really impacted how he sees himself and how confidently he mm. he lives his life, I guess. Yeah. Um now he has worked on that and now he's so much more accepting of his body and how it looks. And as a direct result of that, he has now paid for a personal trainer and he goes to a personal trainer where he's like, I love where I am now, but I have a goal, and my goal is X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So it's like we all think that we have to love ourselves once we've lost the weight. Actually, it's more important to love ourselves before we start the journey, well, yeah. is what I'm trying
0: to say. And I think that's it, isn't it? It's like the end goal isn't going to just be this magical solution it's also not going to fix your mindset that no. mindset will still be there
1: until you challenge it and challenge sounds like a very aggressive way of like of of dealing with it it's not it's actually a lot more gentler than that yeah there's heaps of stuff out there about
0: how to work on your self-esteem yeah yeah i mean you know it's something that i still struggle with all the time, and daily, everyone. I think, I think it's so hard to undo it. It's years of indoctrination from outside. Yeah. But I also think it's and- about
1: when you're, when you're more mindful of it, of just being able to gently challenge it. And I think that's probably where I'm at now is just being able to go, okay, you're here and I understand why you're here. Cause I can understand the process of it. But actually I'm a really good person and I don't want to think about myself like that.
0: Yeah and I know. just being like is this that is constant good like re- reminding yourself it is
1: it's, it's it is a constant journey throughout life but i think it's one that i'm so pleased i started
0: and it's really hard because i think for so many women it's linked to how we look mhm Hugely. Know? massively and like
1: stupidly even i know it sounds really fucking stupid but like, if I would start to, cause obviously my mental health is linked also with my weight. So my mental health is good. I'm bigger. And when i my mental health is poor, I'm smaller. It's just always the way it's been. And um, if I started to lose weight, I'd panic because it's like, but that's not what people want to see of me. They don't want to see me losing weight. And it wasn't ever, it's not like it was a conscious thing. It's just when my mental health is shit, yeah. I don't eat. Yeah. And so I lose weight and then I panic about it. And that's fucking ridiculous. I, I and remember that's my you, mindset.
0: Um, I'm sure we talked about it. I think we talked about it on here. I think we talked about it. I mean, I know when you came back after you'd had your break, um, after your breakdown, and you had lost quite a bit of weight, hadn't you? And uh, yeah, yeah, you went on to. social media. And like the fucking comments on there were just wild. It's like yeah. you literally just said, I am... Um, recovering from a mental breakdown and people like oh my god you look amazing you've lost so much weight like that was the focus like it's madness and that's
1: just like you can't fix that about society you can only fix it in your own mind of going but actually i'm you know for instance i'm a size 20 you know (laughs) (laughs) and actually it's more important that i focus on being wholesomely happy
0: yeah
1: and then work on the next bit. Because, you know, that bit on the inside of you that talks to yourself every day, you you deserve to kind of change that conversation. And it is mental. Like with people, if someone even said to me, I would have a breakdown to be able to lose weight like you did. Yeah. You know, and you're like, like no, you wouldn't. Not even in the depths about? of
0: fucking hell would you want to go it's through what I went through. It, it's like, oh, I'd kill to look like you. it's like, yeah. Yeah, you no, must. you
1: wouldn't, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Of an
0: all-round perspective, it's shit. And actually, no, shit doesn't even describe it. But then that's just an indication of how deeply seated all this shit is in yeah. the female psyche. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but the first step, like she said, you know, she didn't give any shits, and she got the shorts and nothing nothing terrible happened. Fucking go, you.
1: Yeah, do and it. Granted, it's October now, but stick a pair of tights on and stick the shorts on and go out in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm all about a pair of tights and making a summer outfit into a winter outfit.
0: Yeah, I do that too. Although I have, a, I've swapped over me. I've got my winter wardrobe out now. I've got all my knits and I, you're I've got my chunky kn- knits on and I,
1: I dress up and The my thing blanket. is, like what I was wearing last winter to now, I've
0: changed so dramatically. I think I've got to throw it all out. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's me. Oh, that's interesting. Well, because it's what? Because it's just a bit safe.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I've got some colours in there, but it's more like I don't know. I'm like, I'm definitely going for like head teacher vibes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trunchbull.
1: <laughs> Steve, Steve says, like, Laura, you look like a head teacher <laughs> the way that I dress yes, the so buddy, what
0: does that mean? As in, just like I, I don't know. say conservative if you were going to say that a head teacher. Yeah, it is a bit conservative. Yeah, yeah. Obviously,
1: some of my stuff isn't, but some of it is. Yeah. And obviously that's not what I'm going for, but I'm really
0: drawn to it. I Tell you what, you've got to get yourself on Vinted. Do you buy off there? Mate, don't. It's so good. It's terrible. But it does make you realise So Vinted is like a secondhand online clothes shop thing. I warn you. Just, just yeah. It's, fucking there's you're gonna lose so yourself. many bargains on there. But like for the kids' clothes, it's amazing because it is so cheap. Yeah. Um, so and you know, they just get free clothes ridiculously, don't they? It's like yeah. just everything on there, but then loads of amazing stuff for us as well. Like I've bought quite a few things on there now, and I've sold quite a few things on there. This is how um Twee my style has gone. I actually bought a pair
1: of like small leather. Mustard gloves, <laughs> yeah, that have the holes over the knuckles and oh, the yeah. pull over. I was like, oh my god, I love those. I'm gonna, wear, I'm gonna buy them, and I can wear them with an outfit. And Steve's looking at me like, oh my god,
0: you can wear those when you go out though, like with a nice coat, with a tailored yeah. coat, can't you? Yeah, that, don't diss the mustard gloves, man. I'm here for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, an old man's it. hand could have died
1: in them, but. <laughs> I fucking loved it. <laughs> anyway, I think we've rambled on enough, mate. We have rambled enough. We're going uh, to have to round this the fuck up. Let's round. We've actually had a bit of seriousness in we this have. episode. We have. This is a bit, a bit of a serious this, one, This is it? And that's it. we am not doing any more serious. No. <laughs> We'll do
0: once every month,
1: we'll have a serious Once, once a month, we'll That's have a enough. serious seven-minute segment. And then the rest will just be fans. lulls, basically. Yeah. Everyone wants to laugh, especially in this
0: current fucking climate. Just depression and doom and shitness, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you want to send us a story, a headline, any other business, you can email us at gmail.com. Or oh, what else can they do, oh, Laura? They can go over to our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast. Follow us and send
1: us a message.
0: And uh, yeah, as always, you can um, go to our website and get yourself a little bean flicking instrument, a.k.a. a sex toy. Uh, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. I mean, I know it seems like far away, but this is where you need to start getting prezzies. That's it. Right then, so we will, yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye.